Okay, let's get into a new Sefer, Sefer Eov, an introduction to Sefer Eov. Before we actually get into the Sefer Eov, it's one of the more challenging Svarim, both in language and in content. Many words here that do not have any parallel in um, in the rest of Tanakh. But of course, what's famously in terms of content, in terms of content, it's... Uh, it's a philosophical sefer. It's a difficult sefer. Uh, Rav Schwab, though, called it a meis mitzvah. Called it a meis mitzvah. We know the sefer Hasidim writes in Simon Reis Samach Aleph, Ahov lecha es ha mitzvah, hadom ala meis mitzvah. Love the mitzvahs that are comparable to a meis mitzvah. So watch it in oskim. Mitzvahs that nobody does, try to do those mitzvahs. <laughs> Torah that people don't learn, learn that Torah. Kagon shetira mitzvah bezuya. O Torah she'en lo oskim. Kagon shetira shebnei ircha lomdim moed v'seder nashim tilmod seder kachim. Nobody's learning kachim. O mesechaz moed katan, right, which many people don't learn because they think it's an ayin hara for avelus. V'tekabel schar keneged kulam. Kiim dukvas meitz mitzvah osam mesechtas vosan halachas shebnei adam ein regilam baham. And he also says in Simon Kofei, "Call mitzvah she'en la dorish ve'in mishi yevakish acharecha." Any mitzvah that people aren't searching after, tidrashana, you seek it out. Lefishi kameis mitzvah u mitzvah she'en la rodfim redofa acharel asosa sha mitzvah mekatreges va'omeres kamagaru anochi. Right, a mitzvah will complain and say, "Why am I so so uh, inferior?" Shinis alamti mikovachol. Nobody's focusing on me. So please. Focus on me. The Chavetz Chaim writes in his, his Maimur Torah, or and he also quotes this in the Hagdama to Mr. Baruch Gimel that everybody from Mikayim, all the mitzvahs calls Kol Ramach Mitzvah Asay V'Shasa Lo Asay. They're all connected to different parts of the body. Vaydezen Nishlam Kol Nafsho Lo Asay Lavo VaHamitzvah Sheyevshal Kaimon Yishlomo Adei Limud Hayyana Mahaim. Right, if you can't fulfill a mitzvah, so then you uh, learn about the mitzvah Kiilu Kimam, and you will get the credit. Rav Chaim Kenevsky quotes these sources in his introduction to his Sefer on Hilchas Egla Arufa. Nachal Eisan, which uh, he noted that there, are, there isn't a Shulchan Aruch, there aren't all the halachas put together, so he says he's going to write a sefer on that. Ubemes Chusmi Kal Hanal says Ruchan Gadevsky called the right Torah Kshurim Zebazeh. All of Torah is connected to each other. Vulamaydim Zemizeh. Vucholinisha Batar Nogel Akola Torah Kula. Everything is connected to each other, and therefore. You can't just focus on one part of Torah or the other part of Torah. You have to learn all of Torah to get a complete picture. And then he says, Bialdusi Samti Libi, when he was young, um, I put together the Sefer Nagla Rufa because there aren't Habre Rishonim Achronim and many Shailot and Svekos that come up Lamaisa. It's a mitzvah Shein Lodoresh, and that's why he uh, put it in the. Uh, put it in the uh, in the sefer. So this is also Rav calls sefer Eov a uh, a mes mitzvah, right? It's an important sefer to learn. Rashi quotes sefer Eov sixty eight times in his in his commentary on Torah. Meaning Rashi needed to Rashi was familiar with everything, obviously, but he's familiar with Eov, and he expects us to be familiar with Eov. The Karakemach, Rabbi Rabbi Bachai writes in his uh, sefer Karakemach under Hashgacha under the entry Hashgacha, he puts Eov. Along with the Torah. Va'ol Lahoros, this is on page Kufla Ches in the classic uh, Chevelle, Rabbi Chevelle edition. Va'ol Lahoros al Idin Hashgacha. This is the textbook of Hashgacha, this Sefer Eov. Nisyachi Lanu Bazes Sefer Nichbad Vigadol Ma'od. Regarding Hashgacha, we have a unique Sefer. Who Sefer Eov? Sheyichsu Osar Abbasinu Zabachon Lavrachal and Moshe Abbasinu Lavashalom. As we'll talk about a little later, that Moshe Abbasinu, according to one opinion, wrote Sefer Eov. Kivnu Lomar. And listen to the parallel, says Rabbeinu Bachai. Ki kashem shenomar lo breishis b'sinai mi piyagbur. Just like Sefer Breishis was told to HaKadosh Baruch, told to Moshe Rabbeinu, kach nomar lo inyan iyo v'chaveirav. So to the inyanim, 
the issues of Eov and his friends were told to Moshe. And that's what we have today. He may say for Eov, because Bracious is about the creation of the world. And on Nashgacha v'alem mitas onesh v'schar, that's what happened. Adam and Chava ate from the tree, they sinned, and they were punished. The Sefer Breshis, Avish Yish b'nis taro, Maisim Merkava, Yish b'niglia, Maisim Breshis. We understand as much as we can. And it talks about the four Yisodos, um, as Eov also, he discusses in the Sefer, talks about the four Yisodos of Eish, Ruach, Mayim, and Afar. And he says, Sefer Breshis, Lo timsa b'choma, Seyod, the Shem Hashem, Yudke Vavki, is not found in Breshis. Only Elohim, and Aleph, Dal, Nun, Yun, same thing with Eov, and he goes through the parallels, and then he continues in Hashgacha, he talks all about the Sefer. The Ramban has a separate commentary on Eov, and here Rabbi Achai has 20 pages also regarding following his Rebbe, um, but again, that's, he calls it Sefer Nichbad Vigadol Ma'od. And obviously the Iker content of Sefer Eov is Tzadik Varalo, Rasha Vitovlo. Kohelis had some of this, but this is an entire Sefer uh, devoted. It's one of the Sfarim that you're allowed to learn on Tishabov, right? The Gemara and Stav Chavtes, because it is such a, such, such serious and somewhat somber uh, topics. The structure of the, of the Sefer as some is, some is known, uh, the beginning, the first parak or two, that's the story. That's the story of Kaddish Baruch Hu and the Satan, and Eov is a perfect individual, he has everything going for him, and he's a big Obed Hashem, and the Satan says to Hashem, yeah, you think he's great? Hashem was boasting about Eov, if you think he's great, just take away everything from him, he serves you, because you give him everything. And... That's what happens. But this is a different message than what we're used to. We usually say, well, we suffer because we sinned. Here he suffers because he's good. Right? The only appearance of Eov's wife is towards the beginning of the Sefer where she says to him, why don't you just curse God and get it over with and he'll kill you. Eov refuses to do that. The middle prakim, Paragdalid, the next 20, 22 prakim or so, there are three cycles of arguments with his friends, each one, each talk starts with, the, each one talks, Eliphaz and Bildad and so far, they all talk and Eov answers. And um, that's what it is back and forth. The third round so far disappears. Maybe he's angry that Eov is not listening to him. They basically have one theme, but they say it in all different ways. Eov, if you're getting, if you, bad things are happening to you, you must have done something wrong. You must have sinned, because after all, God is just. And if God is just, he wouldn't be punishing you. He wouldn't be giving you a tough life without any reason. So it must be that you sin. That Eov keeps saying, no, I just want to talk to Hashem. Each round is a little harsher, but at root, it's all the same idea. And Eov, again, just wants an audience. Eov have his, has his moments. Sometimes he loses it a little bit. The Gemara in Balabastra even adds in, um, again, strongly, strongly that Eov uh, sometimes gets very upset. Right? There's, a, there's one amazing line. In Baba Basra, Daf Tezvav, these are the Dafim all about, uh, all about the Eov. Amar lo vayana Hashem es Eov and Asara, right? Hashem talks, this is at the end, but towards the, uh, before that, Eov says, Ben Guma Laguma, I'm sorry, let's start earlier. Eov says, maybe, maybe, let me just start the, uh, the earlier, earlier line, uh, where Eov, uh, complains to God. Here it is, Amar Rabba. Amar Rabba, Eov b'sa'ara chireif u b'sa'ara heshivuhu. Eov, in a sa'ara, in a storm, he blasphemed, and in a storm, heshivu. Again, the Gemara says later on in the same daf, Ein adam nitfas b'shast sa'ara. We're not going to get totally blamed for what we say when we're going through terrible, terrible moments. But Eov lost it for a moment. He blasphemed in a, in a sa'ara, and they answered him. B'sa'ara chireif, what did he say? D'chsiv asher b'sa'ara yishufeni. Amr l'fanav, Rebona shalolam. Shem aruch sa'ara avra l'fanecha. Maybe there was a big storm. V'neschalif l'cha bein Eov la'oyev. 
Maybe Hashem, you got mixed up. I'm Eov. I'm not Oyev. Maybe you thought I was your enemy. And he was answered. No, no, no. There are people have many hairs. And every hair is a little hole that it comes out from. A pore. Two hairs don't come out of the same pore. A person wouldn't be able to survive. If two hairs got mixed up, well, I didn't get mixed up between two hairs and, and between the two people. I get mixed up, and then Hashem says again about rain. Every drop of rain comes from another source. They don't come out of the same source. The world wouldn't be able to survive. And there wouldn't be any fruit. And says to Eov, you know, how could that, how could you say that? But again, so Eov lost it. But in general, Eov survives and he passes the test of the, of humanity. He's supposed to be humanity and he stands for humanity and uh, he makes it through. Akadosh Baruch at the end of the Sefer calls him uh, my Eved a number of times, right? Three times he's called Avdi and Eved, which is the uh, title given to Moshe Rabbeinu. But after these three rounds, towards the end of the Sefer, Elihu, Elihu comes onto the scene. He doesn't appear beforehand. He doesn't talk to anyone. Nobody answers him, but he seems to be much softer to Eov and he scolds the friends for to do difficult. And finally, the last couple of Prakam of the Sefer, Hashem speaks to Eov finally. He does not give him an answer. He describes the entire world and the interconnectedness and beautiful descriptions of the entire nature. Bria Saolam. And Eov at the end says, Parak Beis Pasuk Vav, Mem Beis Vav, Nichamti. Somehow Eov accepts the answer. What exactly was the answer? Uh, that's a good question. It's not clear what exactly the answer was. But at the end, Eov returns to Bracha. A Bracha filled life. Hashem gives everything back to him. According to the Ramban, even his kids were not killed, uh, but they were just taken away. Taken away. Who wrote Eov? Who wrote Eov? So that's a good question. There's no safer like this in all of Tanakh. There are eight different opinions in Baba Basra Daf Tesvav. Who wrote Eov? Not who wrote Eov. When did Eov exist? When did Eov exist? That is the question. The opinion is Eov Moshe. Some say he was in the names of Moshe. Again, based on Psukim, uh, figure out Rava Amar Eov Meimuraglim Haya. But the Mara writes on the Sefer that each of these generations had a certain challenge to it, and the Sutton always tries to come in uh, when we have a uh, potential for spirituality, and he brings us down. So Rava says Eov Meimuraglim Haya. It's the times of the Meraglim. They go and they go back and forth. He went. He was from the Olim of the of uh, of Galus Bavel. Right, skipping a couple. Rabbi Shua ben Karcha Amar He was in the days of Achashverosh, the days of the Purim story. In the days of the Babylonians. And Vachulu, there's even one uh, opinion that says Eov Lohaya Valonivra. Eov never was. It's just a mashal. It was just a mashal that was written um, in order to give over the message. I heard on an Ashira by Breidowitz mentioned that the Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, that, chaf that Moshe Rabbeinu understood everything except one little thing, right? We know there's 49 levels of Tumah, but there's also 49 levels of Kedusha. And the Gemara says, Chaf Aleph Amabez, Nun Share Bina Nivru Ba'om, 50 
levels, gates of wisdom were created in the world. And they were all, all the wisdom levels were given to Moshe, except for one. There was one that Moshe didn't reach. So that's the Gemara. And then it says, Shalom Melech wanted to be like Moshe, but Moshe had everything except a little bit. The Gemara says in Brachas, Rabbi Bride was pissed these two Gemaras together, Brachas Davzayin, that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to understand Tzadik Varal or Rosh And Hashem says, sorry. Hashem says, according to one opinion at least, I'm sorry, you can't understand it. Right, that's what the uh, he was bothered by. Remeir says, Shtayim nitnulo v'achas lo nitnulo, v'chanosi ha'sashir achon afapi she'eno hagun, v'richamti ha'sashir arachem afapi she'eno hagun. Right, even though he's not Hagun, that's who I, that's who I choose. Again, Rabbi, uh, Fre- uh, Rabbi, uh, um, Rabbi Schwab points out that if all Tzadikim had it bad and all Rosham had it good, that would be even easier. The problem is it looks like haphazard. It looks like, uh, you know, um, some yes, some no, and the lack of consistency is even uh, worse in, uh, in that way. And therefore, this is what the Moshe Rabbeinu's problem was. A suggestion by Breitowitz that maybe that was the fifth, 50th shar that Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't get. And his writing down, maybe, say for Eov, was maybe his trying to figure it out. According to that opinion that he wrote, say for Eov. Did he understand it at the end? That's a good question, whether he got the answer or not. But either way, Eov was a tremendous uh, model for us to struggle through life and to end up um, having steadfast emuna, having his moments that it was going to be lost, but he had steadfast emuna that we can learn from. There is a Yechezkel even mentions Eov. Yechezkel mentions Eov, which would mean that maybe he was sometime before Yechezkel, but he, he, can't, he can't be medayg anything from there about when he lived, because Yechezkel mentions that he's giving Musr to Klai Yisrael, Yudalad, Yudalad, 14-14 in Sefer Yechezkel, and he says to Klai Yisrael, you guys are so bad, and the base on Mikdash is going to be um, you know, destroyed, and even if you have the three great people to try to save you, they'll only save themselves. They won't save you. That's what it says. Ben Adam, Eretz Kitechtali Lim Omao. Hashem says to Yechaskel to tell the Jews, the sin, the world is, the world land is sitting to me. I'm going to stretch out my hand on it. I'm going to break their bread. And I'm going to send them famine. Many people and animals will die. And even if these three people were amongst them, Noach, Daniel, Ve'iov. These three, Noach, Daniel, and Eov, they'll save themselves. They'll be able to save themselves because they won't be able to save others. What are these three? So the Mepharshim talk about the connection between these three Rashi there in Yechezkel says, Each of these three people saw a beautiful world, a destroyed world, and then a rebuilt world. Either Beis built, destroyed, built, or himself. And that's why they brought these here to give um, to give Nechama. So that's Rashi. The three, uh, that's what the three have in uh, common. The Radak says all of them were not able to save the world. They weren't able to save the world. They were still, all of them were omid bitzid kasam. Again, that's the, uh, Yechezkel already mentions uh, Eov. Again, amazing emuna that he had. So again, was there an answer at the end? 
Hashem describes the world. So is that an answer? So there are different ways to understand it. You know, chas v'shalom to say that Hashem was saying, I'm in charge and don't do anything, don't say anything else because, you know, I could do even more. No, the pashtus is, is that he was showing him that he's in charge of the world and therefore you, it's beyond you. Look how great and amazing the world is. Maybe everything is interconnected. You only see one tiny little spot, Eov. You're not God. You're not like me. You're not like me that, you know, you have to see the whole thing. You have to see the whole thing and everything. It, the interconnectedness. Right? The, 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 they quote the story of the Ramban, the Talmud of the Ramban, who was very ill. And the Ramban says to him, you know, you're very ill and you might pass on. He gives him a kamiya. Gives him a kamiya, like a little piece of paper, a little uh, paper, a kvittel, with a bunch of questions on it. That he says, you know, when you go up, you could use this letter. You could use this letter, this kvittel, to get into all the different sha'arim, all the different gateways in, in Shamayim. And you could go through and go through and go through. When you get to the ultimate room, Ask these questions and please come back to me and let me know how, you know, the answer to the questions. So the Talmud was nifter and the uh, Ramban was waiting for him to come back to him in a dream. And finally, after a few days, he came back to him in a dream and he says to the Ramban, his Rebbe, he says, Rebbe, exactly what you said. This card, this let me get into all of the different rooms and all the different rooms. I kept getting going in and in and in. And finally, I got into the inner chamber and I went in and I was about to ask your questions. But when I got there, there were no more questions. It was so clear. Things are such MS there, and everything makes sense. I'm sorry, I can't give you any answers because there are no more questions. And maybe that's what Eov didn't understand it, but he recognized that there are answers, but it is beyond uh, It is beyond him. Again, everything fitting together. The mushroom is also given, let's say there's a, a play with a million uh, parts to the play, and you only see one part. You see one part of the play. How could you under, uh, expect to understand the whole storyline? You see, you play one little part. You go in and you trip on the floor. That's your part. You say, why do I have to trip on the floor? Why is that my part? I want a different scene. I want a different part. No, but you're part of the, you're part of the play. You're part of the play. And the play is, is, is everybody together. And you only have one scene. So that's, you know, that's um, different ways to understand this, uh, the answer. But we'll have to do that when we, when we get to it towards the, uh, towards the end. Again, the Ramban writes in his Hakdama to say for Eov, that we believe in Hashgacha and Hashgacha and Yediya on every klal and every prat. The beginning of the Hagdama. Amar Abachaber says the Ramban. Dover Bar Viadua ki ha'emuna biyediya sakal yizbarach mine hashvalim biyishehem. The emuna that Hashem knows about every little thing in this earth. Hashgacha so biklalim ubipratim pinos gedolos mitores Moshe Rabbeinu al v'shalom. That is one of the pillars of our faith. Ki akofer asher yomar the denier that says. And again, there's a lot of parallel in the Rabbeinu Bachai, who copied from the Ramban, some of it. And that Hashem does not know the lowly people. It's a rejection of Torah, it's a rejection of God. There's just haphazardness and there's no Ashkacha. Whether they have a good life or a bad life, it's all Mikra. Rather, we have to believe, says the Ramban, that Hashem is in totally knows and is involved. There are things that happen and we can't ask why, but the Ramban says, Hashem is in charge. Hashem is in charge of everything. Every tsara, every challenge a person goes through. He created us. He creates everything. And we have to recognize that He is Yashar. He is Yashar. 
And he says, there's a terrible thing. Yishdavar mach'iv halvavos, umad'iv hamachshavos, mimenu levado, this of this, this is what we see has driven people into Kfira Gemura. And that, of course, he says, it's Sadik Varalo, Russia Vitovlo. And he said it's split into two groups. So maybe one way to understand it is that, well, Hashem created the world, but then he's not involved in the world anymore. He's an amazing God. He created the world. But he can't be Mashkiach. He's not involved. He knows what's going on, but he can't control it. Or, he says the opposite. I'm sorry, that was number one. He says that he doesn't even know. He created the world and he's a busy God. And he had to go and evolve himself in other things. He says these are both obviously kfiros and we find these kfiros throughout Navi. And he quotes many examples of this. But he says this Sefer is to help us with the obviously rejected approaches and also the correct approaches also the correct approaches again uh, different approaches to tzaddik varala rasha vitovlo um you know suffering in this world in order to uh, be purified for the next world hashem knows to purify our hearts we need certain challenges uh some say it's a collective right we're part of a klal we're part of a family or a town or a nation and sometimes we're caught we get we get the ten tzaddikim in stone would save stone right the gemara said hedron dafim gimel arvus Right, it's either some metaphysical connection or maybe like the Kohen Gadol uh, example on Makos Dafir Aleph. But either way, there are many different approaches to this issue, and this is what it discussed in this amazing special sefer, which again is called Barbena Bachai Sefer Nichbad Vigadol Maod. Rav Schwab says it's a sefer that you have to learn slowly, and you need to finish it. You can't start it and not finish it. Because then you just have problems and challenges, and we don't get to the resolutions. But Hashem will take it, parak by parak, as we always do. Next time we'll start with parak Aleph.